Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. We're in season two, episode two, so I think we shouldn't have to introduce y'all anymore. Like, people should know. I would Th- hope, this yeah. is the cast. It's never going to change. This is our big four, our fantastic four. But like for the newer that. listeners, I'll still introduce y'all. To my right, I got Pierre. How y'all doing? Mike Yo. and D Mills or Derek. And we're here to talk basketball. Wait, 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 wait. We also got Kenny to my left. We can't, we can't forget about our, our point guard. We got to introduce you as well. We got Kenny. We here. Let's get it. So on today's show, we got a lot to talk about. The NBA gods giveth and the NBA gods taketh away. So tonight we have the return of Isaiah Thomas. But with his return, we got another great NBA player going out. But let's start out with the IT talk. Finally, the day has come for the little man to suit up for his new team, man. I mean, he has been suited. He's been suited sitting on the bench and stuff, but to actually play tonight. Touch the floor. Touch the floor. It's been a long time coming. Uh, What y'all think of this? It kind of sucks that we're recording this before he plays because I would like to talk about it like the day after. Yeah. But that's what Saturday's show is going to be for. We'll we'll recap his games because he has this game, and I think tomorrow they play against the Celtics, which he said he's not suiting up for. Like he's not playing tomorrow. Of course, it's a back to back. He's come back from this big injury, but that's it's real interesting that he's going to play tonight rather than returning against yeah. Boston. That is very actually kind of mm-hmm. frustrating, or uh, it, I don't know if that's a proper word, but dis- disappointing. I would have liked to see him suited up against the Celtics. Is it is it in Boston? It is in Boston. Yeah, yeah. Come remember on now, he was IT. saying that um, he, he don't gonna boo him. Boom, yeah. Right, come on, it. You know it. You know that's what we all want to see. That would just be so great. But I think I think this is good because you know he don't he want to put that stuff past him. You know they keep asking him. He's like, I'm done talking about Boston. I'm done talking about the trade, and then. I think it's just him saying that I'm ready to like I'm ready to play. He's been sitting out all season. Mm-hmm. When he wants, when he can't play, I'm sure he's like let's let's suit up, and that's what he's doing tonight against Damian Lillard, who's coming back from his own injury. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a nice game between two great point guards. Even though, as Pierre said before the show, Isaiah Thomas will probably be on a minutes restriction, and he probably won't even be playing well. I mean, even though he has been through his rehab and all that, he's not going to be game shape. He coming off the bench? No, yeah. I hope yeah, he not. Is. He, is. he will. Yeah, Tyron Lue said he come off the bench. That's it's kind of unfortunate because uh, Jose Calderon is still bad. <laughs> but he's back, man. Are y'all fans of Isaiah Thomas's game? Mm, yeah, I'm, I'm honestly not. speaking, no, no. But um, I like him though. I root for him um, because just because like he got a heart of a lion, like in all in all seriousness. Mm-hmm. So like minus his actual gameplay, I wasn't like not a fan of him last year. But I like his gameplay next to LeBron. I would say that. I think he compliments LeBron real well. Um, and I'm just interested to see because remember when the Cavs started off to that slow start and everybody was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. It was all this talk. And now they kind of like have gotten better, have been rolling lately. And now they're going to add him to the mix. So I'm just interested to see what can he bring to the can table. Can it be a smooth transition? That too, yeah, exactly. And see where where and how he can help them and where and will he help them. You know what I mean? Will they stay the same? Will they explode and, and become – Better than we ever expected, or will he, you know, just be regular? Are we going to see LeBron more off the ball, or Isaiah Thomas more off the ball? Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like LeBron might enjoy taking plays off and letting Isaiah. Oh, yeah. You'll definitely ball. see some of that, but I, I think Isaiah Thomas is a, probably a better off-ball player because he, he does have a nice jumper. He can legitimately sit in the corner and have LeBron do his work and kick off to the corner, and yeah. he's there. But I, I I am a fan of Isaiah Thomas's game. He's this modern era's, like, I would say Allen Iverson, but Allen Iverson wasn't this small. 
but he yeah. gives hope for like the kids that know they're not gonna be tall. Mm-hmm. Like me and Isaiah Thomas are the same height, and I can't imagine going against like the big dudes in the NBA. Mm-hmm. But if I was younger and I'm seeing Isaiah Thomas like last year dropping 40, 50 point games, I'm like, wow, I can I can actually do this because I know there's some people that know they're not gonna be tall, so maybe they hoop dreams are dead. Exactly. But he gives the hope for the for the little boys out there, and yeah. I, that's why I love. And he got my name too. Don't sleep. King of the fourth quarter. I was that before he got it. I think he got that from you. I think he so too. Watch, he, I think he do. He think he does watch your videos though. It wouldn't be surprised. No, not at it, it kind of would though. Low key. For he any, got some he, kids. He, he got kids. He might I guess so. walk past. And hey, if you listening to this it and your kids are a fan of either the podcast or the channel, yo, Cleveland eight is like an hour and a half flight away. We I would love some tickets it. That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> what my, one of my major concerns about him coming back is that Isaiah Thomas last year was basically the worst defending point guard in the league. Like that—that's not me just saying something. Like we got stats to prove that. And then the Cleveland Cavaliers are still the twenty-eighth defense in the league right now. So adding him to the mix, you know, defensively they're not gonna Jake get better. Crowder, where you at? They're not gonna get better defensively. Um, so that's one of my major concerns. But they have been successful this year without playing any defense. Like they're tied. Actually, they're tied for 29th. The team, the only team that's worse than them on defense is the Sacramento Kings. Mm. That's ridiculous. But on the other end, they're the number three defense. So, I mean, number, number three, three offense. Up. They're number three offense. So, I'm sure this will help their offense just because they have more weapons now. Jose Calderon doesn't have to play. And uh, Isaiah Thomas is a really good NBA player. You're not about to do that, that Derrick Rose um, help defense that, I, that they was doing early in the season. Remember when they had Derrick Rose in the corner and all the teams would help? Yeah, oh, you're talking about the opposing team. Yeah, yeah, you're not about to be doing that with IT. So it's going to be interesting to see. So let's say IT comes back and he is basically the same player that when he left last year, All Star. He even had some MVP votes because, I mean, he had a great year and he led the Boston Celtics to a nice record. If he does come back and he ends up averaging, let's say, the same amount of points, everything, what do you think this offseason brings for him? Because he's going to be a 30 year old point guard that's 5'7. And coming off a hip injury, even though, like I said, he, his numbers would be the same. Is somebody throwing him a max contract after the season? Yes. I will say, yeah. Somebody will. Y'all yeah. think so? You know, you know the, these NBA teams and executives and owners, they just want to fill up the stands. So some team that might not even make sense at all is going to give, especially if it's a market that's kind of dry for him and nobody else is doing it, you're going to have a team that's going to try to throw him big money. Uh, uh, you know, a Phoenix, uh, Sacramento. He will not go. He yeah, will not go back to either go back to Phoenix. Neither. Uh, they those, both got rid of him. One of those, you know, dumb organizations. I don't even want to say it, but don't. I, maybe your Bulls. Don't. <laughs> maybe my Knicks. Yeah, my, yeah, I can see him in the Knicks. I can see, Knicks. I can see my I can Knicks see trying to do that. Um, you know, it's all these teams that just do stupid stuff that we can't make no sense of. Somebody to do it. Because last year he averaged twenty nine points per game. That's something. Fans love him. So yeah, he'll probably he got some value. If, even if it's not court value, just like he'll fill the seats. And New York may be the, per- the I, yeah, perfect. Yeah, I can place definitely see him in New York. Like the fans would definitely love. Him. I'm only saying it because y'all are like a friends playoff team right now, and they're like, let's go get one more piece, one more piece. Yeah. And Isaiah's come. Time is coming. I, mean, I, I, w- I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind it, but when you talk about five, five, four, four or five years for a thirty year old five seven point guard, kind of like. Ugh. But um, I don't think it's possible though with their like cap situation because they gave Joe huge Kim money Noah, to Tim Hardaway. Yeah, Cantor we gonna have to resign. Um, 
No, he already. Well, he got four years. Never he, he's he's got a one and one. So he's got um, one year this year, and then he gets to decide whether or not he returns. For oh, he's got an option. option. Yeah, he's got a player option. So he'll probably return because that money's too much to pass up on. I mean, we want him to return. Uh, but yeah, yeah, y'all got a lot of bad contracts over there. So S- somebody gonna give him that opportunity. And I just seen the interview with him recently. Where somebody asked him about his Brinks truck comment, and he said that's still the mindset. He still he want to make the money. Yeah, so he's he's gonna be searching for it. Orlando Magic might do it. <laughs> so what, what honestly, is? Cleveland might do it if LeBron yeah. walks. Like we need to, we need something. Yeah, Let's Le- keep him and I, uh, uh, Kevin Love together. Yeah, true. I can see it because they're gonna have a lot of money. <laughs> They will have a lot of money to, to what, what does this put the Cavs if they get a healthy, somewhat, somewhat like still IT type of IT back? Co- uh, conference final, uh, conference winner still the favorite in my eyes. Yeah, same. I feel like they would win the conference without them. Exactly. So they are on a three game losing streak going into this game tonight. Yeah. So. It's just seeing IT going against the Warriors. Potentially, is it was gonna be it's gonna be devastating because he can't guard anybody on that yeah. team. No one. There's no one where you can hide him. You can't. So, and Tanks found that out last year in the playoffs. So down the stretch, I don't know what they're gonna do. Are they gonna play him or are they gonna? They gonna I have to play. They gonna have to play him. You yeah. can't just have him sit on the bench. You gonna have By to play him. By that time, they gonna have that man out there too, though. Who is that man? That boy. I think you know. I know who we talking about, but I wanted him to say it. Who are you talking about? That boy, Derek. Crow. Right, exactly. He can't play in the finals either. Who is he gonna guard? They gonna have to guard him. That ain't too hard. He be giving Steph Curry a handful. You sit in the paint, you're fine. I don't know what it's about, but he be giving Steph Curry a handful. He gonna he gonna attack them and put pressure. Steph Curry don't play defense either. Don't sleep. Steph Curry is an average defender. He should be, he sh- he should be though because he don't really have shit to do. You have Clay Thompson and Draymond Green to have behind and Kevin the emergence of Kevin Durant. You should defensive player of the year, Kevin be, motherfucking. How bad could you be? <laughs> you hey. put me out there with that behind me. I'm gonna be all right. Steph Curry did make his uh, his season return the other night against the Memphis Grizzlies and just let it 13. up. Quick I was watching the game I mean I haven't seen A muster season Because of his injury And I was watching the game I think me and Mike Were talking like The Xbox party And the guy's just amazing He's he's just, he's just a phenomenal And we know this yeah, It's yeah, been four like, years in a row He's done stuff like this The day still. before he played I was just watching like All the time It was like It was something called like Stephen Curry Don't switch Cause anytime a big man switched on it's him, over. it didn't even matter if they if he, they contested a shot, it was going in. He and he did mess up Marcus all heavy. Of course he and did. And people were upset about that on Twitter because um maybe it was Bleach Report tweeted like Marcus all, what are you doing? And then people were like replying like, what do you think? What do you suppose he's like? He's supposed to do this. He's being guarded by a center. He should be crossing over centers. But no, everybody doesn't cross over centers like the way Steph Curry did. Marcus saw make the dude do a full three six. Yeah, thirty six points in twenty eight minutes. Thirty eight points in twenty eight minutes. That's crazy. And ten of them were threes. That's crazy. He was just lighting it up. That dude is ridiculous. And I tell you not staying in front of him. Nobody. He added the mid-range. So, he, yeah. he, I mean. Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying this in a joke I, I away? I said this. I, I, I said think, this were you joking? A couple years ago. I said this a couple podcasts A couple ago. years ago. I, yeah, yeah. You, you, you said it the wrong way. I would say he was shooting a more mid-range. It's not that he added it, but he was shooting a mid-range more this year. That's literally what I said. You no, said he, he said added the mid-range game. He said he added it. You said he added Well, I was also trying to say he was taking it more. You know who also had a big game that night? Zaza. 
Zaza hit like 17, 7, and 7. He was throwing dimes, alley-oops. Zaza Pachulia. Yeah, he's trying to get that. He's trying to make sure he stay in that starting lineup. For real. He was, I did not know Zaza had vision like that. He was legitimately diming people up. Yeah, you know yeah, any he, type he, of overseas he, big man most likely throwing, got that vision. He, be, he, he was throwing dimes to them last year. But I still don't like his ass. But, um... They, he must have heard JaVale McGee was getting shops. He said, uh, let me step it up. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, Jordan Bell out here coming for our spots. <laughs> At the top of the show, I said the basketball gods giveth and they take it away. And what they took away, our MVP favorite, James Harden. He'll be signed like for at least two weeks when he's dealing with a hamstring injury. And it was got it got to the point where he barely could even walk, and that that's some scary stuff. As we know that the hamstring injuries are something that just stays around. Actually, Mike dealt with a good hamstring injury during our high school days. So, Mike, talk talk about how difficult it can be with a hamstring injury. So, first of all, you said he could barely walk, which sounds very like what happened to me. Because first of all, you can bear, you cannot bend your leg because all that your hamstring deals damn near everything on your like from right. your knee all the way down to around your ankle. Second of all, it takes forever to heal. And he's talking about two weeks. I was like, I thought I was the same way because you could feel it get better. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't feel as much pain, but it's not all the way healed. Like, it took me a couple months to get back to where I was. And then the biggest issue is it, the biggest issue about it is the re injury because I re injured like two more times. Wow. The same thing. And that's why Damian Lillard didn't even play yesterday because he was being cautious because he played the Bulls. Obviously, they was most likely going to win. Don't, what? The Bulls Obviously, are the hottest team in, the, in December. Because they just won without Damian Lillard. We let them win. Like, but, no joke, we let them win that game. They benched Nico in the fourth quarter when he did. was fired. What I will say about the hamstring is it can't be— They really benched Nico last night? Tanking. I love it. It we can't tank. be— um, we just seen Devin Booker have a grown hamstring type injury that he couldn't walk. He had to get they had to carry that man up. Like but he, he was, did uh, come back and drop thirty two in like two or three weeks. So it, it is possible, right? But like everybody's different, obviously. So I mean, obviously, I didn't have the same type of rehab and treatment James Harden is going to get, right? Yeah, true. so he's going to have professional help, Every and they going they going to rehab it real well. Yeah, I think the the biggest thing about it is just the re injury part, but. And we do know he's going to be out for at least two weeks. He's getting revalued, and they were already struggling with him. But again, that was because Clint Capella wasn't back, and Clint Capella came back, and they won a game. So that he's he's the MVP. So how many games are they winning in in this two week stretch? That's the thing. So this, I can see nothing but bad things coming of this. Okay. So he is our MVP favorite. But people that don't agree with that always bring up the fact that he is a product of the D'Antoni system. That, yes, he's a good NBA player, but anybody can step into that role and succeed, right? Jeremy so, Lance, Steve Nash, Mark Stoudemire. Right. So without him being there, Chris Paul is the, is the main guy. Who had a great, if great they don't struggle, against the Lakers. If they don't struggle without James Harden, it's going to hurt his MVP favorite numbers. You feel me? Because, like, legitimately, if, he, if they still are successful without him here, even though they do have a good team, it just shows that, well, yeah, he may be a product of the system. Yeah, he leading the league in scoring and assists. But, again, that's because D'Antoni got the perfect system around him. And anybody can step into that role. And then, also with that, he could want to fight. He's going to fight to come back. He's got a, a thing in his contract that says, if you win MVP, Adidas is throwing you more cash than you already get him. So he's going to hurry himself back because he wants the MVP. And obviously, he's been snubbed two years in a row. You know, he's been second two years in a row. He's, he's going to want to come back and play when in reality, maybe he should just take this time off. They don't, they don't need to win a, a crazy amount of games right now. They're sitting at 26-9. and nine. 
they're good. The next two weeks, he could just chill, or maybe even next three weeks, he could just chill. They can coast along the way, and he, they'll be fine. But if they're losing games, does he need to come back? No. I still want to I rush say, yeah, I don't say rush that injury, bro. It's a nagging one. Like Mike said, re-injury is always a big question mark when it comes to injuries like that. I just think you should chill, James, get better, get close to 100%, then come back. And I know as NBA players, they never wait until they're 100. You know, they'll play at 50% if they can, you know. Mm -hmm. I could definitely see what you're saying, though. I could see them still winning and Chris Paul going off Mm -hmm. and everybody being like, whoa, but hold up. Is this really James Harden or is this that offense? So it can be, you know, it's a 50-50 thing. I don't. I don't think they'll be super hot. I don't think they'll be super cold. I think they'll maintain until he come comes back. Uh, that's the satisfaction of having a Chris Paul kind of guy as your second guy. So when you do have your star go down, you still can be able to maintain. And like he said, Clint Capella's back. They're gonna have the same offense. Just that Chris Paul isn't James Harden, but he's he's not a bum or anything like that. He's still an All Star point guard. You're gonna surround him with all shooters. He's gonna do the pick and roll, Clint Capella, and they're gonna be okay. I think LeBron's going to sell his MVP now. This is the perfect opportunity for him. Yeah. This is that This is that legacy MVP. Hey, you could have been MVP the last six years, but we ain't give it to you. The Rockets got a tough stretch coming up. Oh, yeah? What's yeah. The, let me hear what they schedule looking like. All right, so when they play the Magic tomorrow. That's dubs. Then they got the Warriors. Okay. Pistons. I don't know. You going to skip over the Bulls? Bulls. One? I was about to say the Bulls. I okay, okay. Because don't forget. The Suns might be a W. And Clippers, is, Clippers might be tough. They got the Timberwolves. Then they got the Warriors again. The Heat. Wow. The Mavericks. The Pelicans. But see, the teams they playing that ain't even good are teams that could like have a good night. Yeah. Like the Suns are liable if Devin Booker scoring 35. Then they got the Spurs and Marcus Cavs. Chris going they got the Spurs and Cavs back to back. Yeah, this yeah. is a tough month for them. <laughs> they, this is the wrong time for James Harden to go down. <laughs> the yeah. Bulls, Nico can give you thirty, and Chris Dunn might come out and, and fill up the stat sheet. They could be making you. me blush. Don't don't mention um, Chris, uh, Chris Dunn. The on only this team that yeah, I think is like a, a, a guarantee is damn near the, the Magic and the Suns. Well, no, you just said D Book can go crazy, but it's so. the Suns. Come on now, they're not winning anything. That's they actually have a better record than four teams in the Western Conference right now. You know who the worst sh- team in the league is? Sacramento Kings. The Grizzlies. One more gets to get worst team in the Western Conference. The Sacramento Kings, man. No. Oh. Los Angeles Lakers. The Los Angeles Lakers, man. Lonzo we Ball. missing a point. We they missing a PG. Lonzo Ball, man. It's crazy how exciting they are to watch. But, but and that's the I'm point. I just, that's the point I was trying to make. They just fought the Houston Rockets. They went into what uh, double, double overtime. They have they have what we want in Chicago. They have good losses. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Except for last night, they, you know what's unfortunate? They blew it last night. They don't even get their pick. Yeah, they, they don't, don't have, have a pick. They this don't year. own that. So this is this is a loss. Who gets that pick? The 76ers. The Seventy Sixers get it if it's between. Two and five, I think, because I, they made the trade on draft night when they were um, they traded the the Celtics traded oh, down to get Jason Tatum. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know the the extreme pick protection, but two and five goes to I'm pretty sure goes. We to the do Sixers. know that the Lakers ain't got. It. Yeah, it ain't the Lakers pick. So this is a lost year for them. But free agency, that's where they want to hang their hat. Mm-hmm. They talking about shopping uh, Jordan Clarkson, Julius Randle. They got all these. I think it's time. I, I came into the podcast. I mean, I came into the season saying, hope they don't tra- tra- uh, trade Jordan Clarkson. But it's time. Trade him. Because if y'all not going to properly use him, you just let him go. Sound. Exactly. So trade him. You know, they in the last couple games I watched of them. Without Zoe, he's still not playing. Like, why isn't he playing? Like, he didn't close out the game 
against the Rockets until he only played 21 minutes. Tyler Ennis fouled out and then he came in. Tyler Ennis played 45 minutes, led the whole game. 45 minutes, Tyler Ennis. But I'm he did have sure. 20, 11, yeah, yeah, and He definitely went off. But I'm just knowing, I was just knew Jordan Clarkson was going to have a nice opportunity when Zoe went out. So to see him not even playing. I just don't think he's a really good NBA player. Who? Jordan Clarkson. You don't think he's a good NBA player? He's solid. See he's solid to me. Not a really good NBA player. I wouldn't have him on. I, I just don't think he's... He's yeah, bad he's defensively. Like, he, yeah, he's not an all-around player. He's he's he can, he's just he can score the he can ball. Score. Yeah. He can score the ball. For what he he does, he's good for what he does. What he offers, I'm not I'm not expecting too much from Jordan Clarkson. But what he does have to offer, I'll take it off my bench. Last night we saw Demar Derozan beat the franchise scoring record for a single game for the Toronto Raptors with 52. I'm guessing y'all know the other two players who who dropped 50 as a part of the. Toronto Raptors. Terrence Ross and Vince Carter. Terrence Ross did that off the bench, too. That was, was crazy. the first person that's average under 10 points. To and like drop a 50 burger. That was crazy. NBA legend, Terrence <laughs> Ross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But I was watching this game live. It was a really, really good game. Went to overtime. And I I don't think DeMar DeRozan gets enough love in the NBA. Maybe it's because he's up north or something, but he does not get enough love in, for from fans, he doesn't. He do, he does. I don't know what it is. He either. blushing over there because we, we mentioned Demar Derozan. I mean, I'm just I'm just happy that he getting this attention. It it, it sucks that you got to put up 52. I think it is because you know it's so many good shooting guards. He ain't like he's no James Harden, but he's still good. So it's kind of like you know what I mean. It's so many other people that that's above him that he kind of get lost in the shuffle, which is unfortunate. But it's nice to see him getting his love. And his I'm credit. surprised he doesn't uh, have 50 point games more often. No, he he right. seems like the type of person that would do that. Like. But you know what he does a lot? He had 26 in the first half. He'll have a 26 first half and then in the game with like 38. So, I've yeah. I've seen him do that a lot. Um, in the first quarter, he had 21, 21, and then they start doubling him like crazy. And he only shot two shots in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. So, that kind of ramped down his production. You know his, what uh, else production. I've seen? What's up? Down the stretch. Who was playing center? Sir, was Serge, Serge came back. Kyle Ford. OG. OG Ananobi. Yeah, the 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 Rose and Small Ford, Fred Van Fleet, mm-hmm. and Kyle Lowry was the backcourt. That is a lineup that is going to take them very far in the playoffs potentially. That is a great lineup. Fred Van opinion. Fleet is a baller. He's uh he's one of those point guards that are just like he's a nuisance. Like if you give it to some center in the post and he's there, he's gonna like he's gonna die for that. But you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know exactly. And what he can you mean. get back on the guy he's guard. He's just he's just a he hound. He does everything right to me. He don't he rarely makes a mistake. Um he's no superstar or anything. But that's what I was telling you, I think maybe last week, um, that he could potentially be there, point guard of the future. Mm-hmm. Because he's just solid. He's just solid. Like A B said, he wouldn't do all the dirty work and things like that. He can hit an open shot, um, got a high IQ. I like that that lineup though for them down the stretch. They 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 use that lineup to come back and win that game in overtime. Um, and DeRozan and shooting that three. Yeah. So yeah. coming into the season, hey, I, I got proof of it. Before the season started, I said one of my bold predictions that Demar Derozan no start start shooting a three and he's going to be real efficient with it. Uh, he has already made this season more threes than he attempted last year. So that lets you know he's shooting them. But yeah. it's not like he's shooting them high clip. He's only shooting three threes a game and he's only making one point one. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's a step up from last year where he only shot one point five threes. He came he doubled into the his season numbers. saying he, that was that was his focus is to add that three and, and you know he adds to his game almost every season. Though. He does every so, year. Every does. year. So this is like a production Still of his to the work. Free throw line had thirteen free throws. I believe thirteen for thirteen from last night. A uh, couple couple games ago, he was six six and nine from three. So I mean, he's having. 
I don't want to speak too highly, but he could be in that play that that uh, MVP conversation um, when we talk about the five MP, MVP candidates. Um, and Kyle Lowry, like KB said before, Kyle Lowry hit some big shots down the stretch. Had a had a nice twenty seven, kind of quietly next next to a fifty two point performance, but he also hit the big three to tie the game up and eventually send it to overtime. So they got a real good team, man. They got a real good team. I think this year he's arguably the second best shooting guard in the league. Arguably, yeah, yeah. Behind Be, Harden, behind Harden. So okay. would you agree that he surpassed Jimmy Butler this year? Yes. Okay. So I'm not even gonna argue. That's hey, that's big coming from Derek, y'all. That is, that is, because just a week ago he was he was ready to throw blows or fight and Mike <laughs> for saying that he was better. I really like this team. I didn't think I would ever see a team, uh, um, Toronto Raptors team, that I actually enjoy watching just because last year it was just so ISO, ISO, ISO. Shout out to Dwayne Casey. But this year they're really doing good things. And I was a person that was like, y'all got to fire Dwayne Casey. He's doing the same thing over and over and over. But he made the change, and, well, he can stay alone, which is good. Which yeah, is good. I love seeing need to do is black adjust. coaches. A lot of coaches act like they can't adjust. This is my system. This is what we're going to run. It's just this or that. I think the best coaches are they adjust to the players and what they have instead of coming in with a set system trying to make their players fit. Y'all know who the best coach of December was? Fred Hoiberg. Fred Hoiberg, baby. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm so I'm so tired of talking about the Bulls. That's also that also goes into what Pierre just said, how last year Hoiberg had a system that he kept trying to do, but he didn't have a player. He had a player around system. him, yeah. And basketball season is finally back. And you know what that means. It's time to put your basketball knowledge to the test with one-day fantasy basketball at DraftKings. DraftKings is giving away over $400 million in prizes this season. That's more than 10 times what Los Angeles is paying the king himself. No matter what your skill level is, there's a contest waiting for you at DraftKings. Draft your team is simple. Just select eight players and stay under the $50,000 salary cap. Earn points when your players score, assist, block, rebound, and more. The best part is you get to draft a new team Every day without any commitment. There's no better way to turn your love of basketball into cash. Download the app or head over to DraftKings.com now and use my code BACKBOARD to support the show and play free with your first deposit. And remember, there will be $400 million in total prizes up for grabs throughout the season. That's code BACKBOARD to play for free with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligible restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Now he got the players where he can somewhat do it, and now they're actually... I'm actually better. not tired of talking about the Bulls because they got that boy coming back very soon. Okay, yes. He's going to go to one of them games and I hopefully definitely see him be in one of those do games. a windmill between the legs type thing and a layup line or something. <laughs> and the layup line. <laughs> so, uh... Hey, that's Zach. the type of stuff that Laurie been be doing in layup lines. He be showing up. Zach, baby, we ready. Shout out to Laurie Marketing. I see you got the hair back. I was watching a couple nights ago, man. Um... Shout out to Chris Dunn. Still uh, Zach Levina through the wire. We still working on that. All right, let's get the hashtag back going, man. We It was like the first couple episodes, then we stopped it. Let's let's get the hashtag back yeah, going. Yeah, he, he got to be bored because he's kind of waiting, going to these Windy City Bulls practice. He got to be bored, so we'll get him out here. You know he got to be sitting on his phone. I want to let him, you know, I want to let him play a couple games first because I know that was his main focus. He, yeah, don't, don't Kyle Anderson follow you? Yeah, he does. Get him on the show. I'll try. I would love to talk to Kyle Anderson. Yeah, I like Anderson. Slow mo. Why does he follow you? They look alike. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> he thought. Yeah, he thought y'all was long lost relatives or something. <laughs> so I'll reach out to him, man. See what I can do. But then ain't he come? Then he just come back from his injury. 
I cannot, I cannot tell you anything about the Spurs. <laughs> I know Rudy Gay's, Rudy Gay's out for like two weeks. I don't know if Kyle Anderson. Which is so. bad because he, he missed last year with the Achilles, and now he's out for, with a heel injury. So hopefully Rudy Gay is uh, not, not too much... Um, sideline from that Achilles, you know, that's a dangerous thing. Everybody not the Black Mamba is basically what I'm saying. Even the Black Mamba were not the Black Mamba after that Achilles after injury, that, at least. No. So, is there any trades that y'all can see happening? Because the trade deadline is approaching. Uh, before we know it, it'll be here. Mm-hmm. Anything that y'all can think of, anything your favorite team needs or a superstar, Kemba Walker, is it time for him to be traded? DeAndre Jordan, should he still be being shopped? Who could use him? Um... Any team that like the Bucks, who was kind of there and could be could use another piece. Anything y'all see potentially? I think the Bucks are good with what they got. Any trades y'all would like to see? I would like to see the Bucks get a better center. John Henson, Don Maker, Maker, they're not good. But what would they? What are they gonna trade? You know, they don't have pieces. So mm-hmm. I would like to see them get better. But it's not gonna happen this season, at least. Um, Kimba is the main guy I can think of to get traded this all, this this mm-hmm. period just because same as 13 and 23 they're pretty trash and then uh, I think it's just time to hit the reset button on the, the Hornets right now what are Nuggets at? is the Nuggets still a good fit for him? Nuggets yes they're at 19 and 17 seventh seed in the West but again Paul Millsap is still not here so they're still missing one of their top players um Jamal Murray has actually been playing really well as their starting PG. But, you know, if you can get better, get better. Exactly. And I think a team like Charlotte would, would like a Jamal Murray in return of uh, something to build on. But I, that's the thing. I don't think they trade Jamal Murray for him. I would, yeah. I, personally, I would not trade Jamal Murray for him. They would probably love him to be on their bench, like their second point guard. Yeah, if it, or even start over Gary. He's having a better season than Gary Harris so far. So even start up. That's what he's. A, he is a two. He's a shooting guard. He can't to me, to league. To he's a shooting he's guard. definitely a two. Um, but they haven't played the one just because they don't Gary have Gary Harris is miles ahead of him. So I. I but I don't know. Gary Harris is also bigger than him. You have to give up something to get something. Will you're Barton. Not about to get, you're not about to get Kemba Walker for Will free. Will Barton is so essential to that team. I think. I think so too. But. It's Kimball Walker, you know, exactly. and, and then and then Will Barnes on an expiring contract anyway. He may not even come back. Learn from the Suns when they was hesitant to give up Josh Jackson to get Kyrie Irving. Learn from that. Just, you got to get better, man, because you could you throw out a lineup of Kimball Walker, Jokic, Paul Millsap, like you good. Let's say Will Barton, Wancho, and then Malik Beasley in the first round pick. I think I think that may be enough to get the deal done. That's three players. Emmanuel Moody. Oh, and Moutier. Is he, he hasn't been playing lately. Is he injured? He, he can be. I was just playing with him on 2K. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Do you think the Mavericks should just blow it up? Well, they have Dennis Smith Jr. Who, yeah, who are they going to trade to blow it up? Harrison Barnes? Yeah, that's all. That's all <laughs> they way. already blown up. They tried. <laughs> they, yeah. Ain't nothing to really do. <laughs> no, he's Harrison. just really not even playing with Jamal Murray. I mean, um, Emmanuel Moutier is what we talking about. He's not injured. They don't, he don't, don't have an injury report um, that I'm looking at. He's just, he just didn't play, which is uh, do the Pelicans something. go out there and try to make a move with with? I mean, I, I know they can't make a big splash. They can't go out and get an All Star caliber player. But well, if they trade one of the All Stars, they can. I don't think. Of course, they, I don't <laughs> of think course gonna, they can. I don't think they're gonna fold in. Send Boogie to Washington. Ooh, for what though? Give them back. Auto, probably, yeah, Otto Porter and Marshine. I would do it, but in a draft pick, I think that should be enough. Because again, Demarcus on a one year deal, so he could walk anyway. Send him back home, maybe he'll resign. Even though they love Otto Porter in DC, yeah, I'm sure they that, do. That was my thing. I don't know how much they'd be willing to give up Otto Porter for expiring boogie. 
Um, but John Wall, that's his boy. They they want to play together, and they and they got Kelly Oubre who yeah, could fit do. right into what Otto yeah, Porter was doing. Yep, they do. So I mean, and then the Pelicans get more scoring off from their um, perimeter players with Otto Porter being there. I think it makes sense. Gortat Will it happen? Not Probably not. Either. Yeah, Gortat's not bad. He'll he'll play that center role right. He don't need the ball in his hands. You know, he'll compliment AD. Yeah, but that's that's just off the top of my head. I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that. Uh, anything y'all want to see the Bulls do? Trade Nico. LeBron or KD, maybe just somebody, somebody that at least matches value. You feel me? So, what if the Bucks get Javale McGee? <laughs> I don't know how that makes them better. <laughs> <laughs> we just said they need a better son. That that's not helping them. <laughs> he better thigh make a thigh make it be getting thrown around. I seen him switch on Demar Derozan last night. Shit it on. So they right the night by Russell. Exactly. His his season should be over with. Career ending injury. Poor guy. Facial. <laughs> DeAndre Jordan staying in LA? Get rid of him as soon as possible. Blow that whole thing up. It was yeah. a bad experiment. Somebody asked me to so the Trey Blake. Getting rid of I, Blake? Say, I say yeah. Yeah. Trey Blake. Trey Blake to the Phoenix Suns, go get some of the young pieces. Because they don't have draft picks either. They're gonna train to a bad situation. Yeah. Why not? They don't care. Bad this is the organization. Bad situations are where you get turn your shit into good situations. You get the draft picks. And you get young prospects. That's all you need for a rebuilding team. Because when Doc when Doc was the GM, he was just trading their draft picks like they were nothing. Mm-hmm. We gonna win next year. It don't matter what this draft yeah. pick means. And they don't really have much. They don't have much to build towards the future. So just restart. It's not. I mean, it's it's gonna be difficult. The reason I said Phoenix is because they were the team um, closely to taking him away from the Clippers in the off season. But I don't think they trade Blake because it's LA. They want to sell tickets. They're in competition with the Lakers consistently, and the Lakers are selling tickets even though they're one of the second worst team in the league at this moment. So they won't trade Blake. I can see them definitely trading DeAndre though. They should just let the man walk a couple years ago. Let him be in Dallas. If he was in Dallas, both team situations would be completely different. I'm sure Dallas wouldn't be the third or fourth worst team in the league because they would have continued to build around him. As that's what they said. They said they wanted him to be their centerpiece. Mm-hmm. Mark Cuban wanted that man to be one of their top offensive scorers. How? I don't know. <laughs> but that's what they wanted. And they probably would have built a team around him to fit that. Him, Harrison Barnes, uh, old Dirk. It's not too bad. You know, that's Seth Curry is, is is cool. He need to come back soon. I don't think he, he hasn't played yet this nope, year. Nope. So they need him to come back. Um, yeah. They're they reevaluating him. Uh, so he'll hopefully be back uh, sometime this month. Um, Harrison Barnes is just. I don't see what they saw in him. They he played for as, the best team in NBA history. Yeah, That's he what was, they saw. He was a true good role player, and they thought he was going to turn wasn't into like a good superstar. To me. I feel like they lost because of him. That man was missing so many open shots. He had one of the worst And now finals KD ever. hitting them all. All them shots he was missing, KD taking advantage of. Yeah, what you expect, though? We talking about the second best player in the league. Versus. Or the first. What do y'all think? No. We get asked that a lot on the Ask the Wire. Is KD going to become the first, the best player in the league soon? Uh, so you're talking about sooner right now because he's talking about uh, he's not right now. Yeah, soon. But soon. Yeah, he definitely has that. He has that uh, opportunity because what KD say he's he's tired of being number two, number two draft pick, and he's basically been number two to LeBron, his best player in the league for the past what six years or so around there. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant said he has them by accomplishments, but he said skill wise that they're not on the same level. Le- <sighs> he said that. Defensively, Kevin Durant is miles above LeBron. Miles. He should be. Why do you say that? 
In what way? Are you talking about overall or right now? Right now, yeah. Right now, yeah. He should be. Just because LeBron's older? Yeah. I think LeBron decides. And the lengthwise? I think LeBron just you, decides. I mean, athleticism I think, is a little different. I think but when we talk about on-ball, guarding a man, one-on-one, I'm taking LeBron James. I'm definitely taking Kevin Durant. Durant. I'd take KD. Durant has been a better shot blocker, but like his, like he not, he's still not, like to me, an elite defender. LeBron's never been elite defender. The, LeBron has had his great, great, yes. When he used to have to guard Derrick Rose LeBron, in those finals, LeBron was, me in those conference finals. LeBron for two possessions, he can defender. clamp up. But when we talk about overall defense, I would take Kevin Durant in a heartbeat on anybody, any player from a one to a five. I'm taking Kevin Durant in this moment. It's easy for me. I'm cool. Wait, I'm he's fast. Well, I he's lengthy. Kawhi. Kawhi, not a conversation. <laughs> oh, wait. I thought you said. No, out of these two. We talking about LeBron James and Kevin Durant. I would take Kevin Durant because of the length. The length, cool. I'll take LeBron. LeBron, I think what helps LeBron the most is just he's so big. He's going to wear you down when you're I've trying to go better, against him. I've seen more consistency in LeBron's defense in both of their careers. Kevin Durant has just became. A good defender. I haven't seen Warriors. LeBron play defense in like six years. LeBron plays all right defense. I mean, he's not a he's not a def- he's not a defender. You make he's a he's a he solid defender. Curry, he's a solid defender at age. Well, um, but when? But when Devin though? When? When have y'all? I mean, he chased down blocks. That's cool. He, if you watch he's his not, game, he's he not clamping up nobody, man. I the game, that, like, the game with Chris, the, he, they went to go play the Knicks. They put him on Chris Stapps and he clamped up. Wait, this season? Yes. I'm not saying, okay, I'm not, he's not a bad defender, but he's not a clamp up. Kevin Durant is a clamp up defender right now. I hate that in clutch he's a, not, he's a, he doesn't guard uh, the best player. He doesn't, yeah. As an all-around player, even at if his it's a level, three, he he's, won't guard him. Like, oh, he's not a LeBron. superb defender. Like, the first thing that comes oh, to your mind. Kevin Durant last year in the finals. Um, last year, I don't well, at that point, they have a day. choice because they have four who, who all stars. Guard who guarded him this Jay year? Jay Crowder. Oh, they do have Jay Crowder. I, for, well, I, I be forgetting he exists. Like, what's <laughs> his man? Can anybody tell me he's been? I thought, man, I, I swear, I swear, I swear. Yeah, my bad. You're right. Because I, I, I forget Jay Crowder exists. I, was, I don't even want to talk about him. Like, that just kind of just threw me off. That man's going to win defensive player of the year this year. Kevin Durant? Yes. I don't see who else. There's there. nobody even in the conversation. Rudy Gobert has been down. Kawhi Leonard hasn't played. He's played six games, and even in that six, he's not 100% healthy. D- Draymond Green hasn't. D- he's Kevin Durant unhealthy. has become Draymond yeah. Green defensively. I think Paul George was in the discussion, but it's not enough there. Yes, that's the only guy I can think of that's in discussion there. with him. Besides the steals. Like he, he, yeah, he's playing great defense, but Kevin Durant is just like outstanding alongside this corner. I'm going to take Paul George. You're thinking Paul George over KD defensively? Yes. I can't do Paul that. George, I can't agree. Paul George has been a defender since. He well, I'm talking about him. right now in this season. Oh, I mean, I mean, I guess I can't disagree if y'all say y'all take Kevin Durant. I'm still taking Paul George, but I'm not saying Kevin Durant's a bad defender. But he cool. If he wins, it ain't gonna be like, oh my gosh, because he's legitimately the best defender in the league right now on anything and everything, and that's why I love KD right now at this moment. It's crazy. The only reason y'all talking about these people is because I'm not in the league, and if I was there, it would be a whole different discussion. You are 6'4". Power forward. <laughs> Who are you guard? <laughs> and I'm slow. <laughs> I'll find a way. I'll watch film. You've, you've been hooping with us for 15 years. What you mean? You got enough film up in your noggin to be a great defender on everybody here. But I do. Okay. Do y'all agree with this? I do. No. Dude, I, I wish we had gotten on camera when we was at the, the gym near your house over here and you had him turning around. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, he. You got so lucky because the the camera caught everything except that. except for that one I think play. That, it cut off right there. That's just. But we all know what happened. So <laughs> that's all that matters is that we know what happened, and it, it won't be the last time. I'm, I'm I guarantee we'll go back up there one day and the same thing happen. What's the next topic? Sing the jingle, Mike. <laughs> well, you gotta. <laughs> what? Now I gotta cut this out. Because I'm surprised by everybody laughing. Because I knew you wasn't going to be able to just do it. <laughs> when you got a question and you know it's fire, get on Twitter and ask the wire. Thank you, Mike. Corey Hicks asked us, what will be your style as a coach? Fast pace, slow pace, et cetera. Hashtag ask the wire. So if you guys were coaching an NBA, or not even an NBA team, a basketball team, what's your play style? My play style would be returning defense to offense. I like that. The Dan Tony system. Really? Yeah. You talking about the NBA level? Like, if you coach at high school players, I don't know if that, that's going to work because they're not as skilled. Is that at yeah. any level? At any level. At I mean, level? if you want to talk NBA, yeah. it can be NBA. I'm spacing the floor. I'm putting all shooters out there. But D'Antoni is the only person in history to ever make that work successfully. You think you can do it like D'Antoni do? He hasn't even really made it work successfully because he ain't Regular season. Regular season success. Yep. You think you can do that? You got you got it like that? Yeah, who cares if it never happened in history? I'm going to be that person to change it. How about you, Pia? I'm going to have a balanced team just like i don't know if y'all play 2k y'all know 2k got post century yeah uh pace we're gonna be balanced we're gonna have some defense we're gonna have some offense because i can't really say because it depends on who i have like you said i can't run a dan tony offense and i'm got ninth graders and i'm telling them hey do what james harden do <laughs> like so i'm, I'm gonna have to play uh you know um uh, what do you call it? traditional basketball? We are gonna play some good ass defense. And you gonna turn we gonna, when we have fast breaks? We gonna run. run. Yeah, exactly. When we in a, a half court offense, we gonna run good offensive sets, and we gonna make it work. Probably have some motion offense out of there. I think that's easy for everybody. Whether it's a new beginning basketball, kids, man, pass, cut, replace, and then we are gonna have action Saturday. So that's that's yeah, how yeah. I wanted to do. Off turnovers, we running. If we ain't got none, we stop. We run our sets, and that's how we going. I would also do a post in high school. I would do like a post motion offense. Like I just keep doing throwing the ball down low what and let them run it. Yeah, but you, you need a you need, need a, a, post, a good post player. It ain't not even though. You need you somebody. Mean? I mean, if you're if, post, as long as somebody can post? catch the ball down the floor, all so, they got to do is look for cutters and shooters. Because I'm running everybody. You gonna keep throwing it down to Matt Brandeis? Hey, that's if, what we did in high school. Like no joke. He was, we, in we, freshman, he was decent. He was good. Yeah. Yeah. He's okay. pretty good. I'm just saying, he don't even need to be like dominant in the post. I'm telling you, if I'm throwing the ball to the post, I'm having people screening for each other. Because in high school, ain't no shot clock. You know how True. bad That's why I said in, in high school You know how bad it is To play defense for 30 seconds But I also just seen suck. some Very bad post players Who don't even have Good footwork Who catch it And just travel And I play with some Very bad They post don't players. have to use the post They all gonna throw it to the post Yes To pass you're gonna have to I'm, I'm doing I'm doing He's not just gonna catch the ball and just look. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, I'm saying I'm running UCLA UCLA type cuts you're, off the post. Okay. Coaches are gonna know what you're doing. That's it's not a motion the, that's offense. Not in the post, though. That's not in the post. Wait, it's wait, wait, which one is it? The Antony system or the post yeah, offense? Because that ain't school, the in high school. Oh, okay. I'm running motion, kinda like the Warriors would do. Everybody's gonna be moving to get yeah, as many. Yeah. yeah, but the Warriors don't throw the ball to the post and let everybody just cut off. Yeah, that the UCLA offense and motion offense. They catch the ball the elbow. Yeah, they catch about the elbow. And you gotta have your big have to be they, able to pass. Yeah, yeah okay. I just did. And he has to be a scoring threat. Bro, we don't even. This is hypothetical. <laughs> we don't know what players we have. I don't know. For me, the first day of practice, I'm saying <clears throat> you may play against teams that are better than you, but they will not hustle like you. And we running that whole first practice. 
That, you sound like Mr. Reinhardt. I'm going to have my boys in shape, and I'm going to have my boys defending. Offense will come, but if you can play great defense, you can win games. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing on my first day as a coach of any level. Except for the NBA level, because at that point, no, if Nick, Nick Young you is on your doing, team, what's, what's your system? My system is play defense. Go grit and grind? Grit and grind. We, okay. t- we talking. I can see that. I can we see talking. That. I'm, I'm pop out there. I'm, I'm, no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm young Tibbs out there. Yeah, yeah, you, you Tibbs. I'm the more raspy voice and all. I'm having everybody shoot the ball. You know how demoralizing it is when teams hit four of the five threes right in a row? But you know how demoralizing it is when y'all shoot at the gate like that and y'all go 0 for 8 to start the game and y'all down 17 to 0 like the Pacers did against. We not the Pacers. We gonna be here. Or the Lakers did because they Lakers had the best shooting night. coach in the world against Tips. <laughs> <laughs> Next question comes from Ari Mitchell. I think it's like his third or fourth time on the show because he got some good questions. Keep them up. What's the most exciting things about moving into the Black House? Uh, well. I mean, living with the podcast members, yeah, and my cousin. So I mean, I don't really see. I think we just gonna have fun. I think it's gonna be fun. I just want us to have as much fun as possible. I don't want it to be anything that's just you know. I mean, I don't want nobody to not have fun. I don't want nobody not enjoy themselves while they're in the house. I think we could do that. We can have fun, make money, enjoy each other's company, and build something special. You sound like a camp counselor, right? You know, I am a camp counselor. My favorite, my thing I'm most excited for is um, being able to create with other creators. For the longest of time, I was just like the only guy that was doing YouTube videos and stuff. But now we get basically the whole house, you know? I'm mm-hmm. sure y'all are some creative dudes. You know, y'all going to have ideas that y'all want to see on the Black House channel, and we can make shit happen. And that's my most excited part, be able to create outside of just what I do on a daily basis here. Is your channel still going to be up? Yeah. No. What you think? That's my moneymaker. I can't stop that. I would slap the dog shit out of him if he's <laughs> No, but like it's going to be like every day still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Trev asks, what team has been the most disappointing to you this year? Uh, the Lakers. The, the Trailblazers. <laughs> or the Bucks. I could say both. But both were in the playoff hunt, which you thought they were going to be top of the conferences or what you thinking? I thought they were going to be more games over 500. Like, the Bucks are 17 and 16, right? 19 and 16. Yeah. I thought they were going to be, like, top of the conference, especially playing out in the East. I think the Charlotte Hornets are for me. Because I didn't think they were going to be really good, but I didn't think they were going to be tied with the Bulls for, you know, in a record, especially when the Bulls weren't supposed to win over 10 games, basically. You know? So mm-hmm. that, that would be my most disappointing team out East. And then out West, I guess I would have to say the Grizzlies. Cause they just kind of they they just fell off the band like you know it fell off. They got rid of Fizdale, which okay if you want to think that's a good idea, good for you. But like even after that, they just trash. Yeah, Philadelphia 76ers in the East thought they were gonna be much much more better than they were. Uh, we also didn't know that um, Embiid was not gonna be playing as much as he hasn't been playing. Um, also the Wizards and I understand that John Wall was uh, hurt. They had a couple injuries and they still in the playoff hunt. So. I'm not too disappointed, but I just thought they'd be much better, and I thought John Wall would be an MVP, as we know. Um, also, the Clippers out west, y'all know I thought Blake Griffin was going to be yes, you did uh, MVP candidate at least. Uh, I know they had injuries, but they still they still kind of been 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 disappointing. And then the Thunder, the Thunder still right there. They still got a chance to turn it up, and they have been better as of late. But I just thought that they have would figure it out a little bit earlier. But I still have hope for a couple of those teams. And well, is your you prediction know. still finals? Yeah. 
Yeah. It is. I think after the All Star break, they'll be fine. They'll figure out that they you, just, it's just the Lakers. I thought we would win more games. I, thought got, we I, I, I mean, it's no reason for us to be at the 15th. It's not like we get no pick or anything. So hey, we just got to try to win as many games as possible. I thought they were going to be the AC. But cool. they had had a lot of good losses, though. Casey, not like Casey they was, was a complete bust of a signing. Yeah, he was. Last year, he's really good. This year, he's just nothingness. And Lakers fans hate him, too, because he don't do nothing but jack nasty shots like he's Justin Holiday or something. The next question comes from Chase, who said... Why y'all sleep on Montana of 300? What? And this got my attention. Usually I don't reply to questions of Ask the Wire because I try to keep them for the show. So I said, what are you talking about? He said, he's never come up in y'all favorite or best rappers of Chicago discussions. And he's the best rapper in Chicago right now. First of all, he's not in Chicago. He's from Peoria. That's number one. (laughs) Chicago and Peoria are two different things, homie. Um, so he's not a Chicago rapper by any means. He's an Illinois rapper. Number two, I like guys that make songs. He just freestyles on people. Yeah, Thank all you. All his oh remixes, he might be the king of remixes. That's exactly what I king, said. The king of freestyles or whatever you want to call it, but he don't make song his making. own song. Yeah, his you're not listening to a Montana 300 song. His remixes be some. He got fire with the remix. He got some yeah. bars, but it's more than it's more than rapping than just bars. Yes, it is. I remember I heard one of his songs of his. We gonna pull up like the ice cream truck. Bye, bye. No way. Yes, yeah. that's a real song. Yes. <laughs> so that says everything. When we talk about Chicago rappers, we talk about like actual Chicago rappers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Kanye. A- answer me Chance this. What's his name? Chase. Answer me this, Chase. Is anybody that we have named, is he better than them? He That's not, all I want to know. He's not better than Kanye. He's not better than Chan. He's no not, way. Better, not better, than better than Common. Than no way. He's not better than yeah. Twister. Twister, the I best rapper coming out of West Side. To he not better than Lil Herb. He's not better than Herb. Not better than Bibby. Not better than Dreezy, <laughs> the girl. I don't he, even know who that is. So... Is he he got he got some work to do. I feel bad because I and that when we had that discussion of the best rappers to ever come out of Chicago, I didn't mention the name Twister. And Twister's the best rapper to ever come out of the West Side of Chicago. So shout out to my boy Twister. Even though he's doing shows down the street from my house right now, he's come he went a long way from mm-hmm. from um being featured with Kanye. He can make you a celebrity overnight. For real. <laughs> so even right now, he's 40 plus and he's still putting out fire. Like no joke. He's still doing his thing. Do I understand what he's saying? Hell no! <laughs> it does sound good though. It sound good though. Shout You're out to my boy fool. Twister. Oh man! Thank y'all much for listening to this episode of Through the Wire. We got to so many episodes. I don't even know what episode count we on, y'all. We're t- we're on episode twenty eight actually. Uh, thank y'all so much for listening to the show. Y'all got any last remarks? No. Hope hopefully y'all having a good start to the year. We are um, NBA vote hashtag Devin Booker or no Devin Booker hashtag NBA vote. What y'all think I t dropping tonight? I think he gonna pull Man, a smooth so two I I two zero. I got ten. I can't. 20? I can't say what he gonna put up because I don't. He know putting twenty. I got a good a solid 11, 12, I get, 12, 12. I got a solid fifteen. Cause who guarding him tonight? Twelve. Damian. He ain't got he no D. Get, he can get Damian's a little bit of work. You feel me? And then both and he, of them come off a hamstring injury. So what y'all got? Devin Booker dropping tonight. Sixteen. Twenty-two. Against who? I have no idea. I'm just saying a number. Um, who cares? What you, got, what you got him? What you got him doing? It depends on who you going against. If I'm finna tell you what you going against. But so how your number? So how your number ready? The Hawks. Fifty six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go thirty eight. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. Peace.